Hello and welcome to the Big Dog Random Show. I'm your host, the Big Dog, with my lovely wife, Trita. Say hello, baby. Hello. We got a special episode for you guys. Um, we lost a good friend, uh, Randy Edwards. Anybody that knew him knew he was a character. He always had a silly pipe hanging out of his mouth. Uh, driving around in his Jeep. Just a friendly guy. You knew he was your buddy when he ripped on you. <laughs> but uh, we got a couple guests that we were able to get to come on and tell about their memories. We have Keith Crabtree, Lauren Smith, Logan Kraft, Shane Church and Jeff Cryptohawk Stewart for this episode. So this is going to probably be part one, right, babe? Yes. Because we got a lot of people reaching out. And it's just going to be too much content on one show. So I think we're going to chop it up. So we're going to give it to you. And we just want to say condolences to the family and prayers to you all thank you baby you're welcome let's get with it well i'm keith crabtree and i played part of the monster in the uh movie the legend of boggy creek in the 1972 charles b pierce production there were two of us that did that and uh the rest is uh, the rest is history. Here we are. I've met some wonderful people, and in the most recent years, the last seven eight years, is, is I've met the, some of the better ones, you know. And and I stayed away from it for a long time, but I got old and had too much time on my hands, and it's too much fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. When we first met, we just hit it off like we've known each other forever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just sure did. Plop my bottom next to you and we just talked the I whole time help me. I'm getting behind. <laughs> <laughs> you said what do you want me to do I said sit there and write They're, uh, if they want me to personalize right to whatever their name is and hand it to me and tell me to sign it yes sir <laughs> autograph it whatever you want to call them I still call it a signature yes, I ain't in my head ain't swelled up <laughs> but as far as Randy He's a good person. Randy was a good person. And, yeah. you know, me and him talk. We got close in four years. We got real close. And we were together when we found the uh, broke tree down there. It couldn't have been none other but, but uh, uh, a hiding spot to watch the uh, pipeline stringing trucks and, 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 and workers on the pipeline uh, haul in the uh, uh, swamp mats and stuff like that. And the pipe, stringing trucks, stringing the pipe out and stuff. And he's one found out. I'd seen the cedar, but I didn't think nothing about it. It was, it was a perfect 90 degree angle. And the top of it had to be pushed down just to a certain exact position to curl up the way it was. And then Randy, he had a sighting down there on that Drew Palmer Road. Yeah. He didn't talk about it a lot, but he did have one down there. You know, 
Well, there's been a lot of good messages on on them social media about him. Yes, I was sir. proud for all that to take place. Me and him, uh, one-liner jokes and, and one-liner cuts, comedian, you know. Yes, Me sir. Me and him, we bled one another to death down there one day. We laughed so hard that my sides hurt for a week. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a good pain. Yeah. Yeah, we, we and uh, Brad Carter and, and Crystal, uh, the day they could come down there to meet us and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, we was there the day we met. They laughed, they laughed. I laughed so hard, I got tongue tied. And I was trying to say, Dookie Ditch. That's Days, what we call Days Creek, because Texas County Wastewater runs right straight through it. Yeah. There, that is Days Creek. It's the Texas County Waste Treatment Plant dumps into it. And I, instead of Instead of saying Dookie Dick, I said Dickie Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was standing tongue tied that day, laughing. Even cause of Randy, cause me and him cutting up and laughing. Yeah. Just me and him, we sat down there hours at a time and cutting up and laughing, you know, and, and everything. Hell, he's an awesome person, and, and you know. Yeah. I nicknamed him Littlefoot for a reason, you know. Hell, he's Littlefoot, shit. You could you could talk to him for a long for hours and hours and hours. Hell yeah, yeah. Here's what I'd like to people to know. I, I talked the world of Randy, and I only I only knew him what four or five years, and he wanted to go down to Mercerville, and it's actually the first time I got to drive in a vehicle going down by Mercerville to go all the way into Sulphur River down there, and they had them uh, work mats down through the and swamp mats like they used to drill, uh, move drilling rigs into the locations and stuff in, in bad wet areas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we got down there and, and, and he got to see thorn wells and all that. We spent, we spent probably seven hours down in there and everything and he got to see it and he never forgot how to get back to it and I couldn't go back to it right now myself. Yeah. Yeah, was... The time that, uh, and when we met Brad Carter and Crystal was one of the most funny, funniest couple of hours sitting there laughing and stuff ever in my life. No, and but... he just, every time I'd say something, that he'd, he'd, he'd jab me with the one-liner, and I'd come back on him with a better one-liner, and we never could outdo one another because we was both just that good at it. Back and forth, back and forth, huh? Yeah, yeah, back and forth, back and forth. We, yeah. uh, we really, we really enjoyed it, you know. And, and no, no madness, nothing, no anger, nothing about it. You know, we knew, and uh, and we get a nerve once in a while or something. We just laugh, well, yeah, <laughs> okay, touche. <laughs> you know, so we, he was a, uh, he was a real good person in life. He really was. And uh, him and Wool, and him and William. Ronsford has known one another since uh, teenage years. Okay, they've known each other for a long, long time. Yes, yes, indeed, they did. Yep, and see, Randy was a, I think he's a baseball player. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was a pretty good one back in the day. And, you know, William, he was like on the all-star football team there at the school and stuff. So uh, they were both very athletic back in the day. And when, and when, uh, when Randy Littlefoot Edwards broke out Boudreaux, 
Went to Empire State. First time I've seen that, I had to look away. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen him do with Boudreaux. A Boudreaux, yeah. huh? Wow. Yeah, I uh, I did an episode with him where he talked about some of the things that he's seen and some of the things he experienced. And um, I, yeah. I still have it on uh, file, so I might re I might put it out again on this show so people can listen yeah. to his experiences that he had. Yeah, he was he was uh really good at doing the outdoor stuff. He I know he did uh a lot of fishing with his uh what was that like a bow? Yeah, the, the, the sling bows that he made. Yeah, the sling you bows. Know, he's uh he's I don't know how many he so you know, he melted down aluminum cans and tempered his own aluminum in them times. Did mm. you know that? Oh, no, I didn't know he did it like that. Yeah, he, there's some parts of it that he was making. He'd, uh, he'd get that aluminum cans and he'd make them down and uh, mold it and uh, shape it and stuff and, uh, and uh, everything. And I was kind of impressed with his ingenuity about times. He was good at it. Yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's a one of a kind. He was a very likable person, and if he liked you, it was, it was, it was different. If he didn't like you, he ain't gonna let you know. He just ain't gonna spend no time with you. He ain't gonna laugh with you. All in all, he's a real good person. One thing that uh, he did like, and I have to admit, he, he took it real good, was, now I looked at him, he's a big foot. I said, well, hey, little foot. He was stuck, and, and he got a big kick out of it, and I did too. He was a, a good friend. Yep, he sure was. He's going to be missed. He will be missed. Yeah. He will be missed. We'll go out to the camping camp uh, out there in uh, Arkansas, Smith Park. Yeah, and that's Smith Park, yeah. That's Miller County, Arkansas. 
I think that's where we're going to do the memorial for him at it. If whoever's getting it together decides to, uh, there was a fund for a, uh, to pay for his cremation, I believe. And when that happens, then they'll set it. And then they're going to do it on the weekend where people can be there. It'll be on a Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. And, uh, and uh, I just, you know, I don't know who's who's uh, putting it together, but I've asked and comes to Randy and he's uh, he's going to be remembered. Going to be missed, but he'll definitely be remembered. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. If you if you ever had your hands on a two-headed coin, you don't forget it. And if you ever met Randy Edwards and spent more than two hours with him, you'll never forget him. So that's how that's how I'm gonna put that. And that's that's about that's about it for me right now and everything. And it's good hearing from you, and I hope to see y'all again soon. Yes, sir. Enjoyed the graduation down there immensely. Oh, it was awesome to have you, and it was it was great that you came and and hung out yeah. with us and got to spend yeah. a special day with us. And of course, you know you'll be getting invites to pretty much everything that we're gonna do. We're gonna send it <laughs> send send it to you. Well, I won't be able to come very often. I'm getting older, but I tell you the hospitality that I received was awesome. Yeah. Thank y'all very much. Yes, sir. And I believe if Randy had been feeling a little bit better, he might have made the trip with me. Yeah, that would have been that would have been even more yeah, awesome. He was, he, yeah, and it's like he lived his life to the fullest, to the last minute, you know. Oh yeah, yes he did, yes he did. He uh. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, brother. All right, Mr. Mendoza, you tell Miss Trude and the family I said hi and I love y'all. All right, I'm Lauren Smith of Nightcaller Six Foot Radio, and I wanted to add my tribute to Randy Edwards. Trouble. Um, I met Randy, so I was doing an NABRC camp out in Oklahoma, and I was really nervous because it was just me and my kids. And we were meeting all these dudes out in the woods that I didn't really know. And uh, went out there, and Randy was there, of course. And if you've ever met Randy, he was just, uh, he was just shenanigans. That's all you can say when you talk about Randy. He was quick. He had that quick humor, and he was always, always going to give you a hard time, and, but make you feel welcome at the same time. And he was always laughing. He had like a good old, you know belly full of jello laugh and uh i ended up having a great time on that expedition and then ended up staying friends with him for years and years after that and after that expedition he would come to any event that i was at if he was in the geographic area he supported my show um he was one of those that every time he'd show up i'd light up like a christmas tree just because he was such a good friend and such a great guy and uh he didn't take no crap from anybody. He would always, um, he, he always be quick to tell people what he thought of them or, you know, in a funny way, but still, he didn't let anybody slide. And, uh, he was, he had a heart of gold. He came across as a old crotchety dude, just, you know, a big old mean old dude, but he had a heart of gold and, he proved it many times with his family and with 
with us in the Bigfoot community. Um, you know, when Tanya passed, he was one of the biggest uh, voices to come out and talk talk about how she impacted him. And uh, same when Bobby passed away. So he was just a really great guy, full of love. I'm gonna miss him like crazy. Every time I saw him, I called him Trouble. Well, he started calling me Trouble. Um, that was his nickname for me, but I flipped it on him because that's what I did. That's the kind of friendship we had is giving each other as much crap as we could, but, you know, still knowing that he's one of the few people in the Bigfoot community that I absolutely trusted and could be myself around. So every time I get around him, he'd be trouble. He'd be over there giving me crap, making sure I stayed humble and uh, making me laugh and something to look forward to when we meet them on the other side hopefully they got the campfire going absolutely that's the truth and um like i said i still feel like they're always there with us tanya i felt her around our events for years and actually the night that she passed um we were all in galveston for logan's birthday party and we were all you know having a really good time we were you know one or two in the morning and um some of us were very inebriated, and I think Logan and Kenny were rolling around on the floor together, and we were all just relaxed, loving our good vibes and our friendship that you know all about it, Big Dog. You know that when we all get together and we all just get that good time going, yeah. that it's just that friendship and that fellowship, and we had that going at the time that she passed. And I know without a doubt that she wasn't sad that she couldn't be there. She was looking down on all of us saying, this is exactly what I want. When yeah. I, you know, I want you guys to all stay just like this and be happy and love each other. Exactly. That's all she was about. Exactly. That's, that's how she was. She wanted to make sure everybody was, was happy and good. If there was something bothering you or whatever, she would try to help you out. Oh, yeah. Definitely, she was kind to the the uh, the people that deserved kindness the least. She was so kind to them, and I think that's something that I envied about her. That I wish I could be more like that because she, you know, if 
if the most cranky, horrible person was over there complaining that their hip hurt or something, you know, Tanya would run over there and she'd be like, can I lay hands on you? And she would start healing them and massaging them. And I'm just like, man, you have the patience of a saint. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Um, so there's a lot that she taught me in the time that we were friends and a lot that I try to emulate of her every day. And I still believe that she's one of my guardian angels every single day. Um, the thought of Randy being a guardian angel brings a smile to my face. It's also a little bit terrifying, but mostly it makes me laugh. Um, that man, picturing him in wings and a little halo and, you know, like, like a, a big hairy cherub following me around, making sure that I'm, you know, not taking myself too seriously and not too full of myself. You know, he was really good about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he inspired a lot of my show. He gave me a lot of feedback. Um, mm -hmm. He he told me what he liked about it, what he didn't like about it, and yeah, but it, it was mostly mostly positive, you know. Um, yeah. When I finally got my uh, wife to come on, he was loving it. He was like, "Man, you guys have a great chemistry, you know. Um, yeah. Y'all should do more shows." And I was like, "What do you think?" And she was like, "Ah, we'll see what happens." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not, like, I always took his advice to heart, and, uh, but, you know, he, he was, he had a good eye for it, and he did not suffer fools. Like, he did not suffer fools, he didn't put up with BS. Like, no. that was not him at all. Right. I remember. <sighs> well, I appreciate but, um, Hey, thank you for doing this, Big Dog, seriously, thank you for having people on to say kind words that is you know unfortunately when someone passes away it, it's terrible and it sucks like you'd rather have them here by you of course but hearing all the kindness and all the good things that people have to say and the good memories that they have yeah. that can make the hurt a lot less yeah it i i'm doing i'm doing it for all of us because we're like a family you know whenever we're together it's like you know, yeah. brothers and yeah. sisters, and you know, and yep. uh, and if somebody mm -hmm. needs some healing, they can just push play and just yeah. listen to everybody else's memories, and hopefully mm -hmm. it helps. It helps. Well, I think you know, I think it'll definitely help because there's so many because of who and how he was. So many of that memories are going to make people laugh, mm -hmm. and um, that I think laughter heals everything, and so. If uh, Randy can still make us laugh, even if he ain't here, that's that's a pretty special person, I'd say. I agree. Uh, to have impacted so many people like that. I agree. 100%. Yeah, well, thank you again, Dave Dog, for having me on to give my piece, and I cannot wait to hear everybody else's. Logan Craft, and uh, I've known Randy for about three or four years. And every time we would go do something over towards Falk or anywhere in that Arkansas area. Randy would be one of the first people to show up uh, whenever I would go out there and camp by myself or just go to hang out. Randy would show up just to make sure, you know, that I was set up and I was good. And then he would always, you know, right before he left, he'd be like, you know, you're out here, it's 90-something degrees or something like that. You're going to sweat your ass off. I'm going to go back to my house, 
going to get in my shower, then I'm going to go to sleep in my bed, you know, and he just recently got his motorcycle back up and running and redone. And I remember when he came over there and started showing it off for the first time, he was, he was really proud about it because me and him are some of the few people that actually talked about uh, like Jeep Cherokees. Everybody, you know, everybody now they want Jeep Wranglers, you know, but I have a Cherokee Trailhawk. It's the soccer mom equivalent to a Jeep Wrangler. Well, Randy was the only person that was on my side when it came to it because he had a Cherokee himself that he had tricked out for off-road. And so that was was another thing that we had in common. I think... One one thing everybody knows about Randy is he always smoked a pipe. He had, you know, the corn cob pipes, and then he had the actual wooden ones and everything like that. And I smoked cigars. So it would always turn into a, you know, a who's who, who's better. We'd always talk about who the, the classiest or who the stupidest out of the, the smoker group was. You know, he'd do the whole, like, it looks like you got a dog turd hanging out of your mouth thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? And so, uh, it's, it's going to be, it's not the same. I can already, I can already tell you it's not the same. Going to a South camp out and Randy not being there. I'm so used to being... The, and this this is realistically if you if you don't count Keith in it <laughs> I'm used to being the third person to show up for foul, the campouts there mm-hmm. it was Bobby Bobby Sams would yeah. be there rest in peace Bobby rest in peace Bobby he passed away not too long ago also then it was Randy and then I would show up so now it's just going to be me and Keith for the future the way that I see it because I always show up early I, I try to see what's going on at the campgrounds and all of that that's how come you always get the best spot exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah we but, we we're losing a lot of good people yeah a lot of good people we lost uh, Tanya Knight we lost uh, Mike Croson we lost um, Bobby, and now Randy. You now know. Randy. I mean, it's kind of our little family when we get together and these little events, and it's always good to see everybody. And you know, it's like your real brother and your real sister, your real family. You know, everybody's just exactly so comfortable around each other. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a big believer in the whole. You choose your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm really big on when you find your group and you know your people, that's when you found your family. You know, that's right. like you, Trita, y'all are all family to me. Randy, Bobby, Tanya, all of them, they they, they were family to me, you know. And it, it really does hurt 
whenever you lose somebody, especially when it's unexpected like it was. Yeah, it's, it's, oh man, it's just, I don't know, it's just hard to just think about, you know, that, you know, we're going to, I mean, they're always going to be with us in spirit, you know, when we're sitting exactly. around, you know, we're always, we're always going to be thinking about them. I mean, they, at times we even talk like they're still there, you know, around, when, they're, when yeah. we're around each So it's like they live through us, you know, being together. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to getting together with everybody, but then at the same time, you know, it's just there's going to be people missing. and. Uh... Yeah, that is true. And that was, that was always a... A, a funny part. I would do it every single camp out just to see what they would do because, you know, Keith and Randy, they'd always be buddied up and they'd be sitting under the pavilion, right? Yep. And I have boxes at the house here. I have boxes of MREs. And I would always take a few to the camp outs in case I didn't have time to eat because I was working on something. I could just make an MRE real quick, eat it. I'm probably the only person in the world that likes them. <laughs> but oh, you actually I like them? I'd eat them in front of Randy, and I'd eat them in front of Randy and Keith, and they would always, they would just rag on me <laughs> and ask me how I could eat that. <laughs> how could you eat that? Yeah, it's an acquired taste, that's for sure. Exactly, and and Randy knew. And Keith knew exactly. They they were they're both military, you know. So they they know exactly what I'm eating. The only difference is I'm eating it because I wanted to. They ate it because they had to. Yeah, you're eating it on purpose. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say I don't know if anybody's mentioned it yet, but uh, they are doing that. Uh, I guess it's like a GoFundMe kind of thing for a memorial service for Randy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know the specific link, but I could probably send it to you if you wanted to plug it. Yes, definitely. We definitely okay. need to get it out and there. And you can you can donate to the GoFundMe, or you can donate directly to the funeral home, however you want to do it. But mm. I I would very much like there to be at least some sort of memorial service for him because he deserves it. You yes. Know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really, it hurts a lot more because it was something, it just happened. It wasn't like there was anything building up. With it. it wasn't like there was a, you know, he was in the hospital for a week. It just, you know, one day you wake up and it's, hey, he's gone, you know, and that, that hurts more because it, it's just, it's a snap of the fingers. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I found out you by, uh, I was actually sleeping and I was sick that day, and Trita called me and told me, have you been on Facebook? And I'm like, no, I haven't really even touched my phone. And uh, she told me, and I was just like, I said, you probably got the wrong person or something. And then your post was the first one I saw right when I rolled over and started clicking on the phone, and yeah. Then I started seeing other posts, and uh, uh, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. And we would mess with... one of those... (laughs) Yeah. You're always going to remember Bocephus. Yeah. I know that one. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, that, it, it, it's stuff like that, and I kind of have a a tolerance built up to it because you know I did the whole funeral director thing, right? Yeah. And the way the way I see it, you know, you can you can cry. That that that's perfectly fine. Whatever you got to do to get those emotions out and to process the event, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day you get to a point where you can think about somebody and you're going to be able to smile and laugh about what was going on when they were still here. And Randy, just his personality and how he was, I can, I can do that. You know, I, I look back and I see all the times Randy's told me to shut up or, you know, something like that. And it makes me laugh. It makes me smile. Yeah. Cause you know, and, he, he meant it being silly. He didn't mean it, you know, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's one of those things where he left he was such a, a genuine person and he was naturally he was so naturally comedic mm-hmm. that when I look back on it I don't I don't get a bad feeling. I get a man, Randy was a good guy nothing nothing's gonna bring it down you know right yeah it was just like goofing with your best friend exactly it was yeah it's gonna be rough but it'll we'll always remember him yeah and it's and it's honestly, it's not going to hit you until you go to something he's got, he was supposed to be at, you know? Yeah. And once you realize he's not there, that's when it's really going to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he, he made friends with, the, with with a lot of people. I mean, I know him and Lupe were, were talking a lot, you know, because he always talked about Randy. And then I think he got one of those... Uh, sling bows or whatever whatever yeah whatever. the magnum sling bow yeah he got one of those from randy and um he was showing it to me and i was like man i want one <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about getting one but it never it never happened um so maybe lupe let me shoot his a couple times but i know Next time they do karaoke, they're going to have to throw in a bunch of up church jelly roll and, you know, Appalachian Dawn, stuff like that. That's what, and that, that was another thing about, about Randy that surprised me because we didn't talk about it the first time we met, you know, but the second time, whenever we, it was just me and him, you know, those nights before the actual camp out started, that was something we would always talk about was, uh, like, kind of country rap or something like that because he he got into it and he was like oh yeah i like a, a sugar hill gang and stuff like that which isn't country rap but i was like oh wait you like you like rap music like oh and he's like yeah yeah and then he's like and then he brought up like jelly roll and uh the lax and stuff like that and he's like oh yeah man i listen to all that kind of stuff and i never would have thought he was and that was another thing that we got into was you know, both of our loves for that kind of music. And now I can see when we do the uh, the karaoke at night, somebody's got to start singing that stuff for him. Right. 
Right. Uh, I got into a lot of that because of Trita. <clears throat> um, she started playing a lot of the stuff. She likes Struggle Jennings and yeah uh, she went and saw yellow wolf the other day i wanted <laughs> i wanted to go but i couldn't make it um so she got to go check that out and she's into that so it's we listen to a lot of jelly roll a lot of everything so yeah that'll be that'll be fun to jam it in his honor yeah and i'm trying not to plug my own thing do it but if anybody wanted to listen to Randy tell a story about, uh, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, it's about how he started his Magnum Swing Boast. Uh, he is on three minutes telling that story. Oh yeah. And so, so I mean that was, and that was really the reason that I originally wanted to make three minutes was because things like this. We have Tanya. We have her story on there. Yes. We have Randy has his story on there. People that have passed now, you can go back and listen to them talk. You yeah. can go and listen to what they were going through or what they wanted to talk about at that point. That's three minutes on Spotify and other uh, podcast platforms, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I think I even did one talking about Waterburger. I need to do some updates. You are you are episode one. Yay yay! <laughs> <laughs> you, you were the original. You were the first person I even brought the idea to. I I thought it was a fantastic idea because it was short, sweet, and to the point. And uh, but no, I didn't. I don't. I don't want to sit here and plug my own stuff. But that's if if anybody did want to listen to Randy tell a story, or if, you know somebody's going through a hard time or something like that, and they they just want to hear him, that's that's a place you can go and listen. So yeah, y'all make sure y'all do that. Check it out. But like I said, if people send stuff in, the show will start going again. But until then, it's on the hiatus, I guess. Well, how can they how can they send it in? Well, you can uh, get a hold of me on Facebook. I'm uh, Logan Craft on there, and then you will, if you read my stuff on there, it'll say uh, owner or whatever, founder of Beaverhook Productions. Or you can send it to my email, which is l c r a f t at RoxwellDouglas.com. Uh, those are the two ways that I I accept, you know, clips. Because really, you can send me a video or you can send me audio. Hey, this is Shane Church, and I want to talk to you about Randy Edwards. Randy Edwards. Okay, so the first time I ever went to South Arkansas, which... The offshoot was always Alex Smith Park, right? That's where we go. That's where we meet. That's where we camp. Mm. It's a huge base camp. It's a beautiful place, first of all. And so you get there, and then the first time I'm there, I'm like, I get there, and I sit up, and I sit down, and one of the first people I meet is Randy Edwards. And I don't even know this dude, but he wants to sit down and talk to you like he knows you. And I'm kind of like, I don't know you, man. But by the end of the conversation, I'm like, 
this is my dude, you know? Mm. So every time I ever went to Arkansas, set up my chair, put my chair around the, the alleged campfire that wasn't started yet, Randy was already there, man. He was ready. Um, he wanted to sit down. He wanted to talk to you. It was always welcoming. I mean, we all looked into those eyes that dude had, you know? Um, it was like love at first, and then, you know, of course, he's going to burn your ass, which is great. Yep. I always respected that, man. Mm-hmm. Like, even this, this last time uh, in April when, when Brian and I were the Falcon. You know, I, I just, and I swear to God, this dude's got timing, man. I just finished setting up the tent. I sat down. There's Randy. There he is. Just give that dude a handshake, a hug. He's your homie. He's your friend. Um, catch up a little bit. And, and of course, we, we would talk on the phone and, and text. But, dude, like, sitting in front of this guy... And catching up was always so humbling, man. Like, uh, Randy always made Arkansas just so welcoming. I always knew that when I got there, he was going to brighten my my journey. That whatever that was, he was going to brighten it mm-hmm. from the start, man. He always did. And then, Ten minutes later, he's, you know, he's cutting you down, making funny, which he as he should. <laughs> but there's a thing that I don't, I don't think that a lot of people know um, about Randy is uh, Randy and I would have conversations and send each other like resources and whatnot uh, on on the creative side. Randy was very was very creative. He was crafty. Mm-hmm. And he was damn good at it. And I didn't even realize this until like last week. Where, um, Mike, I felt like a, uh, a branch of my resourcefulness and my creativity. It came from Randy, man. Like, because we would just talk. He was like a... It was like these... It was like these brainstorm sessions we would have. And... It always helped me. I, I, I didn't even freaking realize this, man. But he was always, like, feeding... My creativity, like... Uh, you know, artists always need inspiration, and, and Randy was one of my inspirational people. He was. He did it very nonchalantly, but when he did it, it was so strong that he remembered it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know, man, I'm going to miss that guy. I'm going to miss that guy. Alex Smith Park. I just lost a little bit of a check. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just, you know, you got to love and hug your friends. Because they are all important. And uh, 
You just never know when you don't get to do it anymore, you know? Exactly, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, and Randy will always be with me, man. I know he will because I didn't I, I didn't even realize he was just he's instilled this different part of me. But uh yeah. I'll see you again someday in there. This is Jeff, uh, Crypto Hulk, Stewart. Man, we've lost so many people in the past couple of years that, that it just, it doesn't seem real. This losing Tanya Knight, Lori Croson's husband Mike, now Randy Edwards. It just, it, it just seems like a bad dream. I just, I just don't even know where to, where to really begin. Memories of each one of the people that, that we lost. I mean, I have so many good memories with, with each one of them. <clears throat> there just didn't enough time to, to, to go over everything and I really wish that I could have I could have taken the time I mean I know with with, with Tanya I mean I, I had a chance to, to sit down and tell her how much she meant and how much we loved her but then with, with Mike and, and Randy I mean they, they sudden that didn't get a chance to, to make sure they knew what they meant. But Lori says when Mike and I spent so many hours just, just talking. Talking about nothing. But we could always have a conversation about that nothing. And Randy he could bring, I mean, he just brought a smile to my face. Every time he showed up at camp, he brought a smile to my face. Come in and sit down and, and just make you smile. <laughs> his pipes and, you know, making his homemade pipes and things. And, and uh, the first time I, First time I met Randy is years and years ago. He asked me to make a knife, and he traded me one of his sling bows for a knife. And we met in Marshall for me to take him his knife, and we went and had lunch together at Applebee's. And we spent like two and a half hours in Applebee's, just talking about Bigfoot and talking about swing bows, talking about hunting, talking about just all kinds of stuff. And ever since then, we were just tight. <laughs> and there's just really nothing, nothing bad I could say about the guy. 
wish that I'd been able to tell him before he left me how much he meant. Because it's not many people that bring a smile to my face just for me seeing them pull up. But every time I saw him pull up, and especially here recently pulling up in that, that Jeep he had that didn't have any exhaust on and it was loud and you know, saw him coming, I'm like, Oh man, there's Randy, you know. It just made me smile, grin from ear to ear to know that he was showing up and we were fixing a we were fixing to have a long conversation about nothing. He wasn't much on that on that on the camping part now. He, he was ready to go home and get in his comfortable chair and uh, he used to say he was fixing to go home to the air conditioning or, or something. I can he used to have a saying he would say whenever he would leave. Yeah, and it makes me sit there and say, you know, next time next time we're all together I'm gonna make sure that, that I let every single person that that comes there with us and everything know what they mean because I mean man we don't we, we don't know I mean it was just like with, with uh, Mike Woolley Mike Woolley passed away I mean he just went to bed and didn't wake up yeah wasn't a long drawn out illness or anything like that it, you know just one day they're here and the next day they're gone and I, all of the people that that we camp with and that we associate with and everything to know just how much they mean. You know, people just need to stop holding grudges or whatever because you just never know when you're ever going to be able to apologize or make things right. Just never promise tomorrow. You're not even promised five minutes from now. You just never know. No promises, no promises, no promises, no promises. Thank you everybody for listening to the Big Dog Random Show. I also want to do a shout out to the ones we lost in the past. Tanya Knight, Bobby Sam, Mike Croson. We know you're watching over us and we miss you very much. We'll see you on the other side. Get that campfire going.